Welcome back to the next episode of Unapologetic. I'm Allie. Um, married. <laughs> Did you forget? <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm a single post-divorce mom of two. Today we're missing D. Um, she has taken a sabbatical. Is that what it's called? A sabbatical. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Uh, a leave of absence? A leave of absence. So it'll just be um, myself and uh, Amanda for a little while. Um, yeah, and we've taken quite a break because, well... Parenthood responsibilities. <laughs> yes. So we come to you this Mother's Day from my bed. Yes, I'm literally <laughs> laying in Allie's bed, fully clothed, mind you. She won't be after this. Just oh, kidding. shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, we're feeling kind of lazy today, which I think is okay. Right? No, the real reason is I actually don't have the table that we use. Okay, but. My mom had it. Yeah, but that's fine. Okay. We can be lazy. Um, So, yeah. How has your month been? <laughs> How's my month been? Well, I will say it has been. Um, How many dates? I went on a couple dates, so that's good, right? Some of them were terrifying. Some of them were great. Did you have to use your gun? No, I did not have to use my gun. Okay. Thank God. But, um, yeah, how has your month been? Um, let's see. Um, I've been sick for about three weeks, and Amanda told me to go to the doctors, but I didn't. And so I was almost dying, and then mm-hmm. I went mm-hmm. to doctors. And, yeah, so if you hear me laugh and it sounds like I have emphysema, <laughs> so that what? would be why. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Excuse me. I'm so sorry sexy. about that. It's so sound- sexy. Rob, I, Rob loves it when I'm like this. It seduces him. I will say, the one lesson you should have learned is listen to me. on some things in life (laughs) i mean i do know a little bit about medical stuff but anyways um so i'm glad you're on the mend and you're on medication i'm on the mend physically yeah (laughs) um so i figure since it's mother's day we can talk about how children have ruined our bodies (laughs) (laughs) i picked this topic um because i pee my pants daily (laughs) because of my children Allie has some. I'm uh, having some urinary issues, which have uh, made it so I've had to see some specialists, and partially due to pregnancy, um, as most pregnant women or mothers have dealt with, I have some incontinence, and am not afraid to admit the other day that I wore my almost two year old's diaper in my underwear. <laughs> Clean diaper. Clean diaper. Clarification. <laughs> Listen. I think that's pretty creative. <laughs> I, I mean, if that's your idea of creativity. The first thing that I did was call Amanda and let her know about how proud I was that I was able to make it into a maxi pad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say, um, I am fortunate enough not to have to deal with that issue, but I know there's a lot of other women out there who can say that that is like one of the, probably the more common ways that children have destroyed your body. And a lot of women, and I know that a lot of women will respond to this episode and probably be, you know, a little uh, irritable about it. Because most women are like, use your C-section scars as your 
map or what I don't know whatever oh, they say like your tiger yeah. stripes well and I'm okay with that I mean I truly do believe like my pregnancies like I'm not ashamed of my body from them but what is hard is I constantly fight an internal battle where I feel like with my urinary issues and my severe diastasis that I've told requires surgery that I'm embarrassed to be like walking around like I have a really hard time feeling comfortable in my body and I know that you do as well and my issue is not a hundred percent just the weight that I've gained but my diastasis is just so bad and it constantly makes me look pregnant and I know a lot of women deal with that right I mean so when we were talking about this topic one reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I was um changing and I was wearing undergarments but my little one looked at me and said mama why do you have um lines on your stomach your stomach and I'm like what he goes like white line like white line oh and I'm like oh stretch marks (laughs) and he's like uh will those ever go away I go no he goes well how did you get them I'm like you gave them to me (laughs) (laughs) they will never go away and the thing is it's like kind of embracing your new body is very hard and I think it's taken me I mean my little one's eight years old now so it's taken me eight years to finally accept it but you know, whether you have physical scars on the outside that are visible or inside emotional scars uh, from children, I'll definitely say it's it's quite an experience being a mom. And I don't want this to be like a negative episode where people are like, oh, you ruined my body. Like, that's not what we're getting well, at. My I mean, child did ruin we, like they. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, they physically ruined our bodies. But, I mean, children are a blessing and we love our children most of the time. Um, just kidding, all the time. But... Yeah, I mean, I totally, I have a really hard time because I'm, I am trying to lose weight and I have lost weight, but the more weight I lose, the more prominent my diastasis becomes and my insurance doesn't cover surgery. So I have to constantly deal with it. And I know that you've been not comfortable in your skin either. Um, Not to mention, you know, my boobs have pretty much quadrupled and basically are down to my knees. So there's that. Yeah. Although, I think being single too has definitely, uh, made me more self-conscious like the amanda 2.0 body like you know like this body is not the same i mean if i had the body back when i was like in my 20s like i didn't appreciate my body back then like my boobs were like i know i wish that sucks i totally wish i appreciated more uh but i mean i i definitely have had to learn to appreciate and love my body now and kind of embrace those things i know um it's taking time and it's hard and it's difficult but I will say, though, it's those little reminders that sometimes you forget. You're like, wow, like, my body has completely changed. Completely. Completely. And I think one of the hardest things is women who still may, like, whether you have diastasis or not. Like, diastasis, for anybody that doesn't know, there's one thing about, there's something about, like, being overweight where you just have a tummy. And then there's, like, the other side of it where the diastasis, because of the muscle separation, which that's what diastasis is, causes your stomach to actually be like significantly round and hard like a baseball is inside of it and I've heard a lot of women have issues with people like asking if they're pregnant because of that like I look like I'm pregnant because of that spot in my stomach if if I don't stand up straight and like engage my core and a lot of people deal with that and it's really hurtful I mean if somebody asks you how far along you are and you're not even pregnant, like Mm. that's, that's whether you're overweight or not, like that's super hurtful. And I think even if 
you know, you get to a point where you embrace your body as a mother and you love it and you're like, you know, F this. I made these babies. This is my body. I love it. Stuff like that. I feel like you still get to a point where if somebody says something like that to you, all of that embracing, embracement, is that a word? Embracing. All of that goes away. And you're, you, you go, you're basically like throwing back to square one. So say you are pregnant and then give them a wish list to your Amazon account. <laughs> And then have them send you some free gifts. Be like, hey, yes, I'm due. Soon. Life hack. Be like, I don't want to say, I, I know we're keeping this a secret. <laughs> and get some free shit out of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell a really quick story because this actually happened to me and I actually was pregnant and I didn't know. Oh, God. <laughs> so when we were trying for Isla, we were supposed to start fertility meds. Um, we were actually supposed to start IVF and it's about i want to say seven days i think it was seven days i found out six days before my ivmf was supposed to start but seven days before that i had gone to the gym and this woman i literally was like starting to like do the boxing class and this woman stopped me and was like oh how far along are you i remember this yeah amanda was there and she wanted to like kill the person and bury them um <laughs> Yay, like, best who friends. hurt my friends who might hurt my friend so I'm kill him. i like at the time like i was super emotional about it i ended up crying I, I couldn't i stuck through the class but like afterward i ended up having to leave like i was just so upset about it because you get to a point sometimes where like i said you do embrace your body especially if you're losing weight and then all of a sudden somebody says that and it brings you back to square one and so i remember being really upset about it but i actually was pregnant <laughs> You're a little emotional, but then you're I was emotional, emotional because I you're was pregnant. pregnant. And I had no idea. So, well, I mean, it is possible. But. I mean, I, I, I think that any time, like one time, so this is like embarrassing stories, right? When you, people ask if you're pregnant. So one time I, I used to be in, in the medical field and I was wearing scrubs, right? And I was giving this new nurse a tour of the unit. And this other nurse comes up to me in the middle of the tour. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is so-and-so. And the nurse was like, hey, Amanda, I have a question for you are you pregnant or just fat? And I'm ever being like, oh what? Um, I'm just fat. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Let's move along this tour. But then another time, um, I, uh, I ended up miscarrying, unfortunately. And so after that, like your hormones and you're like completely imbalanced, right? And you're sad and you don't really, your body doesn't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. I remember I went to a funeral and I was wearing like a sundress. And you know how, like, you know, that, I mean, I was only, like, eight weeks pregnant, so there's not, like, I was further Yeah, along. but you get but, you know, your, still. yeah. And so I had, like, this, like, tiny, like, little bump, right? And, like, because I'm fat, not because I was pregnant. <laughs> and the lady was, like, oh, my goodness. She comes over, and she's, like, an old lady, like, 90 years old. I can you not. She's, like, are you pregnant? And I was just, like, no. <laughs> In the middle of the funeral. It was so bad. But. I think anyone asking you if you're pregnant is, like, just don't ask that, people. Like, even if you're wearing a, a shirt that says, like, baby on board with an arrow pointing to your belly, I still probably wouldn't ask you if you're pregnant. <laughs> like, even as it's coming out of you, I'd be like, oh, yeah, how's it going? Like, I don't want to, you just don't ask people those questions. You never know awkward. what's going to trigger someone either. Like, somebody could be the most confident-seeming person, but internally, emotionally, is the least confident confident person like sometimes people are extra confident on the outside because they lack confidence on the inside so i feel like you could be dealing you don't even know who you're dealing with i mean even if it's a good friend you still don't know who you're dealing 
Right. And they're not, well, first of all, pregnancy is not easy. Yeah. Um, my pregnancies were all anxiety induced, which were great. Awesome. Wait, anxiety induced meaning you like got pregnant words, through anxiety? I, I did not get pregnant through anxiety. <laughs> I definitely got pregnant and then had major oh, anxiety. Anxiety inducing. Yeah. It was, it, I mean, oof, yeah, it was horrible. I mean, like I was a panic pregnant person like oh, I, I got was the too. Doppler. I was on medication oh yeah I was, I was on medication I got the Doppler every day I'd be like okay what's the baby's heartbeat today 155 155 is it a boy or a girl okay 156 oh goodness okay 170 like I'd be tracking it every day I mean, yeah I drove really Rob crazy bad. with that yeah and I didn't want to have sex during pregnancy because I thought he would hit the head well and I remember just <laughs> all right well that's don't give Rob that much credit. But, I mean, I <laughs> Excuse do. Excuse you. <laughs> I will say, though, like, I mean, I think that's when I noticed, like, my body completely changing, right? So, my boobs were not as, like, cool and perky. And it's mainly because also you breastfeed. I breastfeed. Well, so. I didn't breastfeed. Well, I mean, like, my boobs look like they, they fill up with milk. And I'm like, holy crap, they're so huge. And then they're like, I pump. And, like, it was just, like, sucking the life out of my tits is pretty much what happened to my body. Um, I went from like a triple D bra. Now I'm down to double D's. Thank God, I guess. Um, but then like you start noticing like different changes in your body. And I mean, like for me, I never had acid reflux before until I got pregnant. And now I like anything acidic, like even a Oreo cookie gives me (laughs) heartburn. Like, you know how sad that is when you're just like, I just want to sneak this Oreo cookie. You could just... Drink protein no. shakes, a.k.a. So, yeah, I, I need more protein shakes. Um, By well, that, we don't mean real protein shakes. Wink, wink. I think most people will understand that, what I like. Um, <laughs> but I will say, I mean, like, I live on Tums now. And, like, now I have, like, kidney stones, right? So you should be chewing on Tums pure calcium when you're having uh, yeah kidney issues. But I literally, like, my nighttime elixir is, like, I roll over and grab my mom candy, which is a bottle of Tums on my nightstand, <laughs> pop a couple back, <laughs> lay back, you know. Like, that's my that's my nighttime routine. And it's so it's just, like, something <coughs> so simple and little. Like, you're like, oh, man. But you don't realize, like, how your body changes. On top of all the other changes you have, yeah. you, right? On top of aging, which I haven't accepted yet. On top of all those other things, you're just like, oh, man, now I have heartburn. Well, you're a redhead, so you'll live forever, I hear. I hope so, in some ways. In other ways, I hope not to live forever. But um, I just think that a lot of people, like, outwardly are like, yeah, love your body. Lo-. Like, it's it's easy to say that, but hard to do kind of thing. Like, it's easy for me to say, I love my body. I love who I am. I love that my children like came from me and I went through what I did because my stretch marks are you know what do they say my stretch marks are a story or whatever it's easy for people to say that but But to actually okay (laughs) but why would you be seeing it but to actually stretch marks I don't want to see my own stretch if I was like flatlining right now you would have to see all of me no, I would. Um, I would call somebody. You're in bed. You're the closest to me. No. Anyway, Rob. <laughs> it's hard for it's it's easy for people to like say that type of stuff outwardly, like on social media, especially. I mean, I've been guilty of it too, because I feel like also people who say that, in some ways, are also feeling less confident, and that makes them feel more confident. That's at least how I feel. Like I feel when I say something like that, I'm amping myself up to be more confident about how I feel about my body. So you're posting it for you. 
is what you're saying. No, I feel yeah, like it emotionally, like mentally, pumps me up to be more confident about myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just a confident person. And I, I, I'm a confident person, but I feel like I'm, I'm, I lack confidence in other ways. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think that it's taken me a while to feel good in, like, clothes again. Like, so, you know, after I gave birth to Nikolai, right, um, I ended up getting pregnant and I had a miscarriage and lost the baby at six months. And at that point, I actually wore um, dresses all the time because then I didn't have to wear pants because of the tightness around your belly. Oh, yeah. Or, like, um, you know... Like, you know how yeah, like, people it's, it's say, not... like, your underwear, like, riding down. Well, you know how, like, when you sit there and, like, your underwear rolls down on you? <laughs> and you're like, wow, there there goes C-section, my feeling of goodness. Know that. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, hey. And so, I mean, I will say that I had to, I wore dresses all the time. And people are like, you're never in pants. You're never in pants. I'm like, I never felt comfortable in pants. See, that's the opposite for me. I feel more comfortable in pants because my diastasis when I wear a dress, makes me look pregnant. So I ended up finally getting to the point where I want to say four years ago where I found these pair of pants um, and I love them. And so then I would start wearing them and I'm like, oh, wow, like I can feel comfortable in pants again. And then I would then start wearing colors again back in my life because I've got myself in a bad spot because I was like body shaming myself every day. Every day I would body shame myself. Which is, that's horrible to feel like that. But I think that's because I also looked at these other moms who were, like, bouncing back, you know, Perfectly. way quicker than I yeah. was. Um, their body didn't look like, you know, it got rolled over by a Mack truck. Um, <laughs> that was depressing. And then I think after I lost my, um, I ended up having, long story short, I have two miscarriages. One uh, for my daughter, Finley, at 12 weeks. One then I ended up having my son Nikolai, and I had a miscarriage probably about a year and a half after I had Nikolai, which is my son Malachi. But when I lost Malachi, I think that I really started to body shame my own self, and I actually ended up, um, because I would uh, be leaking milk at six at six months, but then I didn't have any way to feed a baby. And like I started like, oh no, my body's even more messed up, and I don't have a way to recover from this. You know, well, that's and that's a hard thing with loss is like sometimes weeks and months and even sometimes years after a loss, especially. I mean, I don't think it really matters how far along it is, but especially when you start like developing, like especially if you had a belly or you have the milk yeah, or whatever, you can feel the baby. It's definitely very hard to bounce back from something like that, body wise and emotionally. Um, I know, you know, with my miscarriages, they were earlier on. And so I put myself right back into the gym because that was what made me feel better about kind of like starting, not that I wanted to erase anything, but kind of like starting new. But I, I do know if I was like further along, I probably would have been the same way. I just think like when I look at myself and I think to myself, my kids have ruined my body. It's not that like... I mean, I'm joking around by that. Like, yeah, they, I know. <laughs> I mean, they literally ruined my body, but also, like, they were a gift from God. And so I truly believe, like, they're not necessarily, <laughs> like, ruining my body, but, you know, the pregnancy. They definitely itself, morphed your body. Morphed, okay, yeah, changed your body. But, and most people try to turn that into a positive, and it can be a positive 
especially if you're if you gain some confidence but for me it's taken a while for me to even gain confidence because my weight fluctuates so much and I'm trying to lose whatever I mean I definitely Is feel like vacuum? someone's vacuuming I have wicked ADD right now okay well I'm sorry <laughs> um but I will say though I mean I think again it's about learning to love your new self I mean yeah my kids ruin my body um, and I will blame them for that just to make myself feel better um, at the end of the day. And that's also my excuse when I grab a tub of ice cream and I'm like, F it. My kids already ruined it. I'm going to ruin it more. And hello, chocolate chip cookie dough. Um, or when they're ungrateful know. and you're like, you came from my body. You should be grateful. Do you ever say that? No. <laughs> oh. You came from my body. You should be grateful. So, like to be like here no i if anything i'd be like i brought you in this world i'll take you out of it i've heard that <laughs> like from my mom from you know like it's like a nice irish proverb i also think for you like i don't have as much of a this is gonna sound totally wrong i don't have as much of a reason to not be confident because my husband likes my body the way it is like <laughs> he'll screw me no matter your what. husband loves you yeah I mean, he'll have sex with me up, down, sideways, whatever way that I want. And he totally thinks I'm sexy and is totally turned on by me no Ew. matter. I'm just kidding. You're part of our marriage, so you can't say <laughs> you. Um, we're in a polygamous relationship yeah, right now. I'm, like, kidnapped. If I basically, um, Amanda's basically using Rob for his husband duties, not including sex. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I feel like for me, because I'm married... At first, yes, I was very self-conscious with my body, like, when I started having sex again. But he has shown me that he really doesn't care. And so I feel totally comfortable with that. Although I do like to have sex with the lights off because it <laughs> makes me less <laughs> not confident. Um, but for you, like, because you're not in a committed relationship until you join Farmers Only, you need... I, I definitely see, like, your issues with the confidence and stuff because you're well, yeah. with different guys so i have to fake it until i make it until well fake it until farmers only is what you have to do anyways i will say like i have to um you know guys don't like girls that are insecure right and then like when things they'll be like i like a girl who's confident like that's what i hear on these sites and i'm like really like okay but everyone has insecurities right so especially around having children and after. I, especially around being naked and vulnerable with a stranger that's what i would say but anyways so i think that um one thing i had to do is like put myself in a mindset to make myself uh feel more confident by i'll do things to make myself be more feel prettier basically like, she sends me pictures of herself in lingerie yes. but let me explain this so <laughs> i have to explain this so i used to be in a pretty bad marriage and my ex-husband used to say things to me, especially after I had kids, which which is not like, you know, when you're feeling most vulnerable. <laughs> um, and he would he would call me names and so he would make he would tell me I'm not pretty. He would tell me that, you know, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm lazy, whatever. Even though everyone who knows me knows that was not true. Um, I may have been a chubby mama, but whatever. I mean I just gave birth to children. Um Cut me some slack. I'm so glad you didn't use the term more cushion for the cushion. Yeah, there was no cushion for this cushion. So um, <laughs> I will say, though, so one thing I did for myself um, and it was I would buy lingerie. This is when I was pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Jesus. 
this is when I was married. I buy lingerie for myself and I would take photos of myself in my lingerie to make myself feel pretty, to feel confident, right? And then it turned, got a little carried away. Now there's like pornographic material all over my phone. <laughs> Which she but, sends me. But. And says, is this so, acceptable to send to my suitor from Farmers Only? <laughs> So I will say, though, I think that one thing is mindful is we learned out of this is one, if Amanda ever dies, someone needs to take that phone and burn it because <laughs> I do not ever want my children ever seeing those pictures of their mama. Um, two is that I had to create my own confidence booster back again because every person should feel pretty. And for me, that was something I did. And so when I take a good picture of myself naked or in lingerie or even just sitting there and like in a selfie i'm doing that for me to remind myself of that i am worthy I well am that's pretty. the same thing as the social media post like people pumping themselves it's almost like you're pumping yourself up because if you reread what you say it it sometimes like when i talk about my weight loss, loss journey online like a lot of the times when i reread what i've said it makes me more motivated to accomplish the goals that I want to accomplish so I can feel more confident. You love all that motivational, like... All right, shut up. Self-talk. You just sent me a motivational meme yesterday. Well, that's because I love you. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> but I will say, though, I mean, I think that um, it does make you feel good. And it does... You know, like, when I... If I were to post something on, you know, like, you put your profile picture up or whatever. I'm doing that for to not to be like hey guys look at my new face or look at <laughs> look at how amazing i am um i think that it's a nice reflection of to myself of like reminding myself that no matter what the journey i'm on um i'm feeling better about myself like so for example um when i took i look at my photos back from like you ever like you know how like facebook does like facebook yeah, memories or or my phone, my phone's a Google phone, so it does like time hop. Not yeah, time that's hop. what mine does. It does Google, It'll um, send you Google memories. Like a, yeah, you're back. Yeah. And I remember like being like, wow, I thought I was so pretty then. <laughs> I took this photo. <laughs> and like some photos with my kids, I'm like, oh no, there's a, such a bad picture. But in the same sense, I remember when I took those, and I remember the joy I had when I, when I took the picture. And, um, I don't want to be that person, like my stepmom, um, I was 19 when she passed away. She was 34. And my stepmom was in never any of our photos because she didn't like her photo taken. And I don't ever want to be ashamed of myself to not have a photo with my kids. And now I'm like paparazzi to my kids. Yeah, because, well, actually to my kids. She comes to my house and just takes pictures. But yeah. Yes, because I love your kids. They're but I mean, too. and I feel the same way about that. I mean, this is more off topic, but... That's why I take so many pictures because, and I do take a lot. I'm sorry, I have something in my eyes. I'm trying to get it up. Um, in case you're wondering why I'm digging in my eye, I I take pictures solely so that I can look back at years to come and have these memories. But when I've seen myself in past pictures prior to kids, and I was still on a weight loss journey, I still have a lack of confidence, regardless of whether I have had kids. Having kids has just made it worse. So, my eyeball hurts. Let's win the lottery and get some body body modification. No, I just need to get... My problem is, I like last week, I went to the gym four days in a row, which made me feel awesome. Because I'm not just going to the gym to lose weight at this point. It's a huge stress reliever for me. But then I have been really sick, so it's been on and off. Like, basically, since I was in the hospital in January, it's been on and off 
going and not going and going because of the fact that I get sick and then I'm not sick and then I'm sick, which is not an excuse. Legitimately, I was like dying on the couch. So I just need to get like back into it and motivated and stuff like that. So I guess it's all about like finding your your confidence, finding your self-worth, finding your... What motivates you. What motivates you. Mine is motivational quotes since Amanda Mine is lingerie photos. (laughs) Well, you send me lingerie photos. (laughs) Mine is, yeah. I mean, but I think that's just more of, again, like that's something I did for me. If anyone wants some boudoir pictures, I can have like a totally like, I could do that. I've actually thought about doing that as a side business because I, I sent can it to someone on Farmers Only on your account. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like me and my, I have a friend named Nicole, and we were like, we're gonna set up one because she's like, you're crazy obsessed. I'm like, yeah, but I just know how to use a camera and lingerie, and I can make anyone look good. If I can make myself look good, I can make anyone look good. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's my next adventure in life. What photography? A photography for sexy photos for moms to feel good. About their body. A lot of people do that already. I'm not, Whatever. I'm not bursting your body. Wow. I'm so, just Allie just crushed my name. No, I'm, um, I'm just going to go back to eating ice cream. Don't do it just, just for Whatever. moms. Just do it as a body positive Whatever. thing in general. Whatever. Whatever. Whether they're moms or not. Whatever. Okay. I'm just going to cry over here. Where's ice cream? <laughs> Give me some ice cream. So, yeah. So, kids ruin your body. Sometimes they ruin your will to live. <laughs> you know? But, ultimately, um, they're my kids. So, you know? And just like Stella, we'll always get our groove back. <laughs> that was so late. What the fuck? Just like Stella, we'll always get our groove back? Did you just seriously say that? It sounded good in my head. Don't open your mouth anymore. I'm crying right now. Oh my god. I need coffee, a little bit of sex, and maybe a shower. Well, I can't. I got you. I got you a coffee. That wasn't a coffee. It was a matcha latte. All right, whatever. I got you that thing, <laughs> and then I will not give you sex, <laughs> and you can take your own goddamn shower. So, motherhood, motherhood, it's life, a fucking ride. Yes. On that note. On that note. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.